Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The debut album from Family Grind ENC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today. True Speech and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it. Get it. Man, show what to be joined by future Hall of Famer, the NFL, my favorite wide receiver. He's a bowler, he hooping. It's my man, Terrell Owens, on the Boss Man Show. T.O., what is good out there in Cali, my man? Oh, man, nothing much, man. Just uh, just good sunshine, man, good weather. And uh, yeah, man, just uh, just hanging out, man, just you know, doing some business stuff, you know, just you know, living the life. Now, T.O., man, you have a lot of things in common, brother. Uh, my girl's from Chattanooga. You went to UT Chattanooga. So it's like, I yep. come there pretty often. She lives off of Moore Road. You probably know where that is in chat. So, like, she was like, you having <laughs> T.O.? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm having him on. I'm going to talk about your little chat a little bit. So I want to ask you about it, man. How special is Chattanooga to you, man? What does that town mean to you? How did it help you grow as a person and become the man you are today, man? You know what? Um, man, Chattanooga, man, gave me an opportunity, man, to, number one, uh, you know, extend my education beyond high school, um, really 
and you think about the athletic part of it, man, just to give me an opportunity to uh, to get there and, and play football. And I ended up walking on the basketball team where I played three years, uh, three, out, three out of the four years there. And again, like I said, I can't be thankful enough, man, and grateful and humbled by the opportunity that I had there, uh, not even really knowing that I was going to play football at the, at the professional level beyond, uh, beyond the collegiate level. So um, everything that I accomplished, man, uh, honestly, man, it's just, uh, it was really due to a lot of hard work that I put in. Um, I know a lot of people have been, you know, hearing me speak, uh, over the last month or so. And I keep talking about my, my three D's, which is desire, dedication, and discipline. Uh, and I say that because I never, again, I wasn't highly recruited coming out of high school. I wasn't your four or five star athlete. Um, even when I left uh, college, I wasn't really high on anybody's radar as far as, uh, uh, being a top athlete, you know, going into the to the '96 draft. But again, like I said, I worked hard to to get where where I am, and uh, you know, to 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 have what I did on the football field uh, really open uh, open doors and create a lot of opportunities for me. Um, I give a big thanks to the National Football League as well. And yet, to your like, you know, a lot of people can see your backstory. Like, you know, you live in Alabama. You raised by your grandmother. Me personally, I lost my father at fourteen due, due to cancer. And you know, I professor maybe I'm a radio host. You became an NFL player and still doing big things today. So I think it's two African American men we can say to give other young black boys an example. Hey, we had hard times too, and we still made it. So that's no excuse for you to to, to quit when something does not go your way. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I think in 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 that you you mentioned a lot of things about a lot of circumstances that could have probably swayed you one way or the other. Um, everybody has a different path, and their path um, to different levels and areas of success. And again, for me, um, you know what you some of those things that you mentioned. I think uh, for me, what I did is I didn't allow my environment or the people or the people around me uh, to condition me that I couldn't succeed. Um, so again, number one, you got to believe in yourself. And so, uh, once you have that belief in yourself, number one, um, everything that everybody else says, it really doesn't matter. Um, but again, if you let it matter and it manifests and you let it deter you and distract you, deter you and distract you, uh, from your goals, then you're not going to get to where you need to be. And so, you know, at the end of the day, man, um, I just used my family's motivation. Um, I saw, um, the, the guys that, that were in high school and even in college, they were better than I was. I knew that I had to do something to get on their level and me thinking about it wasn't going to get the job done. Um, even me writing it down, that's, that may be inspiration enough to get it done, but in order to get it done, you have to put in some work. So, you know, bottom line, you got to do something or you got to, or you're going to do nothing um, to reach that, those levels of, uh, of your goals and wherever it is that you may want, whatever it is that you may want to achieve in life. And T.O., even as an adult, man, in my radio career, you, you're going to love this story real quick. My mother died March 2014. I buried her on March 29th. I came in the office. I was fired at my old publication on that Tuesday after my mom passed away. Think about that, T.O., <laughs> and I could have quit then. Now, I said, I could have I stopped then, 2014, but I didn't. I, right, I, right. I did, I did my, I'm, I'm still doing my own thing, T.O. I'm still in Atlanta. I still got my, I'm number nine meeting market in the country, and I'm still doing my thing. So I try to tell my young right. black boys, T.O., I like to mentor them, and I, and I tell them, look at you as an example all the time about how perseverance, like how you played hard no matter what. You didn't quit. You didn't give up. And even though people try to detract you, always undercut you, say what you were and what you ain't, but you still 
doing your thing, you're going for the Hall of Fame, and people that can't take away from you ever. That gold jacket's will be on you forever. You are a Hall of Fame for life. And I think that's a great testament to you, right. how you can let people tell you, David, they want to bring you down, try to keep hold you down. You overcame it no matter what God, God had you the entire time. Man, you just said it, man. Um, you know, I think, you know, I didn't, to, to, to really just put it in summation uh, of, of what you just talked about is, neither you nor I, we didn't consider our circumstances, but we considered our God. And that was number one that I always kind of remember my grandmother always telling me, you know, growing up in the South, going to church on Sundays, she really instilling in, instilling in me um, really what going to church and what all that mean and, and, and really having faith in God, all those things. Um, that's what I always carried with me, you know, even from when I, when I left, you know, Alexander City, Alabama, and go to and I went to college at uh, UT Chattanooga. I took that to Chattanooga, Tennessee, with me. You know, whatever the situation was, man, I always kept my faith in God and and believed that you know He had you know that He would never leave me. And so I always uh, was very conscious of that um, at all times, and I took that on with me, you know, to the professional level. Um, always realized that you know no matter what the circumstance or whatever your situation is, you just keep faith in God. And again, we're not perfect people. And I, I wasn't a perfect person um, by any means. I made some mistakes. I made some poor choices. Um, but that really doesn't didn't define me um, uh, as the media tried to define me. And so, again, the media has portrayed me in a light where people see me or they perceive me uh, in a certain way. And it's always very, very shocking when I go into meetings or people meet meet with me or they talk talk with me maybe 20 15 20 minutes and they're blown away by you know how how humble I am or how genuine I am um, I'm nothing like you know the media has portrayed me all these years and so I number one I attribute a lot of my success really to my grandmother and my mom who raised me uh, didn't have a father in in, in my household really didn't have a male figure uh, in my household uh, either so I just made the best of my opportunities, man. When they came my way, um, I just tried to prepare myself, and I was a realist. You know, I realized that I wasn't the best athlete coming out of high school or college, but I worked myself. Even when I got drafted to the pros, I realized I wasn't the best person, best athlete at that time. Um, but I continued to work, man, in order to get to that next level. That's what you got to do. You got to couple, you know, that 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 dedication and and discipline with desire. Now, Tio, what was your most memorable moment of your career, man? I, I can count for many of them for me for, for you. But what is your personal memorable moment you had in your career that also stands out in your mind no matter what to your dying day? Uh, most memorable moment? Oh, man. Man, there's so many. I think obviously, I think just being able to be drafted, just just that moment of being drafted probably is probably the most memorable moment, you know, for me because it was the first time really, you know, I never understood what was going on, what was happening um, it was the first opportunity and chance, you know, for my for my mom and, and, and my family um, to share, you know, something very, very special, you know, to me um, that really kind of was a catalyst and, and it really catapulted my career. And then the rest was the rest was left up to me, man, because, again, you know, we always say, you know, take advantage of your opportunities. But that's just not to be said or just heard. I mean, you really got to you really got to adhere to what that statement says you really have to take advantage of the opportunities because a lot of people are provided with, with opportunities, but they don't take advantage of them. Some people take them for granted. And for me personally, I really took advantage of those opportunities. You know, when I came out of high school, going to Chattanooga, and when I left Chattanooga and went to, uh, went to, uh, to San Francisco, uh, the 89th pick in the third round. 
Now, what was your favorite stage, stadiums playing to you? Because I know I love the George Dome, of course, right here in the backyard, George Dome, of course. I love going to Miami. I like going to Tampa. So for you, playing on the road, what's your favorite place to play in the, around the, around the league, man? What, what got you going the most? Uh, I, I guess it would probably be Atlanta. I mean, I had a lot of success. I don't know what it is. I mean, I think if you look back on my career, I think a number of the touchdowns that I had, um, I think somebody told me that I had a lot of touchdowns against Atlanta Falcons. I don't know why that is. Um, but, again, living in Atlanta for a short period of time, understanding the culture there, understanding the the, the, the level of, of, of entertainment that's there, the level of entertainers that are, that are there. You know, you think about the Atlanta Hawks, Atlanta Falcons, you think about, you know, uh, Jermaine Dupree, uh, So-So Dev, David Banner, you think about, you know, uh, Usher, I mean, Jagged Edge, every, they have so many recorded artists uh, key sweat entertainers that live there you know it's one of those those places that you know when you when you get on that main stage to perform you want to perform at your best and so you know going to the georgia dome you know understanding like it's like it was like a home away from home because i lived in atlanta you know i'm from alabama which is maybe an hour and a half 45 minutes away so again it was like you know like a home game for me so i wanted to perform well so that was one of the you know best i guess best stadiums that I played in them when the Carolina Panthers, you know, the expansion team, they came about. Um, I like playing there too. Now, so the NBA finals, I know you're a big basketball fan. So I know your boy was Chris Paul. You know, y'all got the ball event together. We're going to get to it real soon. But how you feel about them pushing Golden State that far, even though he got hurt, they held him down both games. They could have, they could have beat him. And now the Golden State advancing, how you see him going against Cleveland there with LeBron and all his, uh, sporting cast there? Well, you know, I'm very, very. I'm, I feel bad for Chris because, again, he leaves. He leaves uh, uh, the Clippers, leaves Los Angeles area, leaves this sunshine, and, and he goes over there, and, and he's playing alongside, you know, James Harden, Ariza, uh, Capella, Gordon, and those guys. Um, again, it was a it was a great situation for him, and I think I'm very unfortunate with the injuries that has plagued him every year in the playoffs. And so um, I thought he had basically, I thought he had gotten over that injury bug again, but it, it obviously plagued him again. And, you know, I just feel bad for him because again, when you get so close, man, it's, it's, it's a, it's a feeling. Sometimes you may, you may never get that opportunity or chance to, to get back. Um, fortunately for him, he has an opportunity because of the makeup of that team. Um, unlike football, sometimes, you get to the Super Bowl, you may not get back. You may not ever get back. You know, just uh, just uh, the dynamics of the game, it just doesn't play out as well uh, as basketball. But, you know, LeBron, what he's done this year, I mean, Drew, he's exceeded everybody's expectations, um, especially with the trades and, and everything that happened during the, during the middle of the season. So, again, this guy has put this team, this city um, on his back. I don't know how he's still standing. But this guy finds some way, somehow, to get the job done. And so you got to take your hat off to a guy like that because this guy, like you said, you talk about somebody being the chosen one. Um, this guy right here, he's the chosen one, and he's delivering, you know, especially for that city of, uh, of Cleveland. So, I mean, everybody's speculating as to where he may end up next year. But regardless, whether he stays or, or goes, this guy, he's done everything for Cleveland. There, should be, there shouldn't be anything – said or done if he leaves again because this guy's done beyond expectations and beyond what he what he could have even 
uh, even imagined. I think the city could have imagined once he came back from Miami and came back to the city and gave them a, gave them their first championship. Well, T.O., I think this, uh, LeBron broke up the Hawks. He broke up the Horford team with Jeff Teague. He broke their team up. He swept them two years in a row. And they say, we can't win like this. So he broke, he made the Hawks rebuild pretty much after he beat them two years in a row. Kind of do with Toronto. If I got Dwayne Casey fired, sweeping sweep, them, them guys with the Raptors. He's a, a team killer, a team break-upper, man. He just destroys your team if you can't get past the guy. <laughs> yeah, I never looked at it like that. But, yeah, you're right. Um, and, again, I think, you know, it, it's – you know, it's not, I mean, this guy, everybody always has this debate. Who's the best, him, MJ, or whatever. I mean, dude, I, I mean, I respect both of them. I think LeBron is the best. Not even think, I know LeBron is the best athlete that we've seen in this generation of our time, you know, to, to have done and accomplished what he's doing, what he's done and what he's accomplishing right now in his 15th, in his 15th season. So, you know, obviously you got to put him in the conversation as, as one of the all-time greats. Where he ranked, you know, for me personally, he would be number three on my list, you know, um, behind, you know, MJ and Kobe. You know, everybody always, you know, obviously go, you're going to compare, you know, who he is and what he's doing now to the greatest of all time. And that's obviously, that's obviously uh, MJ. But again, you got to think about the body of work and what Kobe has done throughout his career. This guy had five championships. I think what LeBron has, what, two, three, three at the, at the moment. So, so. Um, again, until he gets to that, to that, 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 that status of, of, of rings. And I don't know if rings actually, you know, uh, really dictate, um, you know, how great you are, because if that's the case, then, you know, you got to factor in Bill Russell who has 11. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. So other than that, man, I, I just, I just appreciate what this guy is doing. He's defying odds. And again, everybody's sometimes always counting it, counting this guy out, but this guy is, 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 is phenomenal. I mean, I mean, everybody in this era, I'm trusting. If you've never seen MJ play, you may not. You may not have to because this guy LeBron is putting on a show. He's putting on like some, some uh, performances like like no one has ever seen. So you know, you got kids now that are going to be watching LeBron. That are watching LeBron now, just like kids watch MJ, and they're going to say, "Oh my God, LeBron is the greatest of all time." Got that right, because T.O., I grew up in the 90s, so, you know, I had Jordan destroying my Orlando Magic teams. That was my favorite team with Shaq and Penny Hardaway. It is like, he destroyed them that, that year. The A.K. when he came back that one year, but that 96 year, swept them. I mean, I mean, that was my, that, that called Shaq to go to L.A., then Penny Hardaway goes to Phoenix. That was my, my magic was done. And Dwight Howard comes along, then he leaves. So that's my magic. It's, they just terrible now because they lost these great talents, but Michael Jordan did that to them, and then, of course, LeBron kind of killed Dwight Howard them with the magic. So, man, it's just like, this guy is a destroyer, man. He kills teams. He pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's definitely, I don't know what it is about him. He has that that DNA, especially the last two years or so. His game has elevated. His game has evolved. Um, where, whereas this year, he's been in that position. He's, he's, he had no he had no choice but to be put into the position but to, to, to either rise to the occasion or fall or succumb to, to to the pressure because he had nobody he had nobody to to, to, to turn the or pass the ball to. He didn't have he didn't have a guy like Kyrie Irving to take over when games needed to be taken over. He didn't really trust his teammates as he did uh, as he did Kyrie Irving, you know, the last couple of years. So this is a situation again, God put him in this position to really prove all these doubters wrong that basically had all these narratives of, you know, he can't win the big one. He can't hit the big shot. He did it this year. 
because, again, he had no choice but to do it. You got there right. Now, T.O., now I've asked guys this about you in the past. They tell me that you could play in the NBA if you wanted to. Do you feel that way? And do you feel like even at your age now, you could probably play in the NBA G League and probably score 10 points a game against those guys? Now, yeah, no, no doubt, bro. I mean, it's all about just getting yourself in shape, just rhythm and getting into that basketball mode and me, but, you know, really succumbing to being a basketball player. You know, when I played, I played football throughout the course of my career. And so even when I played football, I played basketball recreationally. So people got to see a little of my skill set and my talents, and my basketball skill set, just off just just not playing basketball year-round. It was just something that I that I did just recreationally. So people were able to see and can, they can they can all, they could they could see the potential if I put my mind to it or devote my craft to really becoming the best basketball player that I could be. There's no doubt I could have played. I'm with you on that. And also, man, you a damn good bowler, man. I watch you on the PBA events, man. You be doing your thing, man. I saw you won the CP3 celebrity the clash there, man. You won that. So, uh, I mean, man, how much do you think you even be a, like a semi-pro bowler even? Because I think you're good at that as well. I see you on celebrity bowling events on ESPN. You're doing your thing. So, I feel like you can do any sport you want to do because you're that talented of a guy. You can kind of pick up whatever it is, even tennis even. You can probably do it as you want to. Do you feel like you would do any other sports like maybe bowling or tennis even in your spare time here as you've been a retired player? And then I, I can do whatever I put my mind to. If somebody, like I said, you know, like I said, you know, pay me some money to do it, you know what I mean? It's good money <laughs> no to doubt. be made. You know what I mean? I, trust me. I, I'll, I'll, I'll put my head down and get get, get with it. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I mean, that's, that's me in general, man. I, I always considered myself an athlete, uh, never really a football player because I never thought I would play beyond the collegiate level. Even when I got recruited to play play football at UT Chattanooga, I walked on the basketball team and played there three years because my love was basketball. So um, even with the the subpar career that I had, you know, at UT Chattanooga, I never really thought I would play uh, beyond that. But again, my athletic ability, my work ethic, um, those are things that that enabled me to really get to that next level. And then again, like I said, I just took advantage of the opportunities. And so you know, um, everything that I've done on the field has really honestly open doors um, and, and really really created a lot of opportunities for me uh, off the field as well. Now, T.O., do you see yourself going to, into the media maybe? I feel like they need a voice like yours. I feel like they need a voice who will tell it like it is, who can break it down, not give the PC answers. I think you'll just be cut, though, to the point. Do you feel like, like, kind of like how no, I mean, my man does out there on the Yeah, field? I think he – yeah, I mean, I'm working on a few things now. I'm working on a possibly uh, my own podcast show and um, working with some, um, some 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 nice people that are in that field uh, to help me co-host and uh, you know try to get that off the ground. But I mean, I, I I I try to explain to people like you know talking about the game and playing the game. There's some similarities, but at the same time, you got to have a passion for it. And so me going in the booth and you know doing X's and O's and things of that nature, that's really not my passion um but i always reference you know tnt uh what tnt does with ernie kenny charles and shaq you know what i mean i like that format that format different personalities different dynamics of the show and like charles charles is a guy again um he's forthcoming you know he tell it he tell it like it is um you know and you have you know uh you, you have kenny smith and you you have uh ernie holding it down and you got shaq 
you know, talking, uh, talking basketball, you know, he's talking all different other topics. He's having fun. He's being himself. And that's what, that's the format that I would love to see myself in um, again, but we're working on, we're working on a few of those things um, at the moment. But see, I can say, if you want to come on the, ball, on the boss, man, show anytime you want to, you're welcome, brother. I'll love to help you behind the scenes, man. I have no problem giving you the secrets I have about the radio game. No problem, brother. No problem at all. Nah, that's what's up. Now, last one I got for yeah. you, man. You see, they live in Atlanta, man. So where's your favorite place to eat in ATL, man? Is it the varsity? Is it somewhere else? What's, what's your favorite Atlanta oh, delicacy, man? I, man? That, that's no doubt. I like the Atlanta Fish Market and first – Fish, the Atlanta Fish Market, I'll say, I'll check this out. The Waffle House would be one, and Atlanta Fish Market is 1A. I got you. <laughs> Man, bro, my favorite <laughs> yeah. one is the one, yeah, North Side that. Drive. My favorite North Waffle House, North Side Drive. So I love oh, to so meet the people at. Man, I, lo- I love Waffle House. I like, like that. People's like, what? You like Waffle House? Dude, I ate during the Waffle House. At, I ate at the Waffle House during, during the offseason. Plenty of times. And like I said, you have healthy options at the Waffle House. People think it's dirty, blah, 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 blah. Man, bro, if you eat healthy, you can find healthy options anywhere that you go. And for me, I ate egg whites. I ate chicken breast. I ate steamed hash brown. And, of course, I'm going to eat waffles from time to time because waffles, again, that's my carbs. need carbs for energy. Those are those are some of the things that uh um, that I did and I utilized, uh, you know, the Waffle House for. So it may not be a fan favorite very popular for a lot of people out there. But for me, like I said, I mean, for years, I could say my body was made by Waffle House. Man, what you see? <laughs> hey, see, give me hope, man. I, I go there once a week, so I'm going to keep on. If T.O. did, I'm going to do it too, man. Hey, it worked out for him. Oh, yeah. Hey, T.O., it's been a pleasure having you on your show, man. It's been an honor and privilege to talk to you, man. I've been a fan of yours for years, man. I love everything you do. I love, I love the T.O. show, too. I miss that show. Bring your head back, man. I love the T.O. show. I love that show. So, man, you was a good, great dude. Man, look forward to talking to you down the road, brother. Yeah, no doubt, man. And if uh, if I can, I, I got some other little little fun stuff I'm working on. Feel free. Um, I just uh, I just collaborated with uh, the cele- this new, this new company called uh, Celebrity uh, Brand Builders, and so again, they have this new uh, tech product out there called FanBand. So uh, if you want to go and check it out, go to celebrityfanband.com. And what that does, it allows you access to really like just say for me, I have my own site on there. It's called celebrityfanband.com dot com forward slash to and what that does it like i said it'll allow you access to everything that i have going on um i'm doing a lot of stuff surrounding my hall of fame my road to the hall of fame so uh you'll be able to really you'll be able to gain a lot of access um you know with that it'll give you exclusive content i'm going to be having giveaways and pictures vip access for stuff and um while we're talking about you know the hall of fame uh, I'm going to be given a trip for two to see me get inducted. So um, in order to get this information, um, you have to go to the site, uh, celebrityfanband.com, and order the bands. And then uh, the bands are only $8.10. Uh, you see what I did there with my uh, mm-hmm. with my, my, 8-1, my 8-1 right there? So very inexpensive. Uh, but, again, you have to, you know, it'll give you information on how, how to, what to download as far as the app is concerned. Um, the app is called Tap to Interact, and that's Tap, the number two, Interact. That's the, that's the app. You download that, and it'll give you instructions as to how to, how to operate everything else. So um, it's, it's some great technology, man. Uh, outside of some of your favorite fans, um, you'll see on the site, if you go to my, go to my, um, go to my site as well, 
Um, you'll see uh, my, my different color-coded bands for every team that I played for, from San Francisco, Philly, uh, Dallas, uh, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Uh, just check it out, man. So it's, it's some good technology, uh, some stuff that I'm working on, and uh, any other business uh, uh, endeavor or venture uh, for anybody that wants to be a part of as well. Well, T.O., we'll definitely make sure we play that part of our commercials, too. We'll cut your segment up here right here and play part of our commercial box, too, so people can hear the, our commercials for you as well, because that's how much we respect you here at the Boss Man Show, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate it so much, man. Hey, T.O., it's been a pleasure, man. Talk to you real soon, man. Best love to you. Be, be, be blessed, my brother. All right, same to you, bro. All right. <laughs> For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Fantasy football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions, or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success, and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. <laughs> 